podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is a View from the Bridge, official podcast of the Belfast Giants for Kingdom of the Giants.com. Today is my daughter's fifth birthday, Monday the 14th of March, And uh, my name's Patrick Smith. First off, a big thank you to Davey Joel and to Arnold Schwarzenegger down there for what was a fantastic show last week. Um, thank you for the cameo. Uh, the, uh, and to be honest, given the state I was in at that time, probably, <laughs> probably, probably for the best. Um, I think I walked around the corner, slipped and fell on my backside in the ice. So, <laughs> so it was a, a good showing of what state I was in at that point. But uh, but I listened to the show and uh, I watched it back as well. And I thought it was absolutely excellent and only an hour. So let's try to do that on this week's show because uh, we've got a few games to talk about on the past weekend, the split weekend against the Sheffield Steelers. A small matter of a cup final taking place on Wednesday. And that's why we're recording this on a Monday. And there are actually games in the forthcoming weekend that we may touch on, but probably not. Um, We will be joined by Todd Kelman later in the show, and we hope to be joined by Adam Keefe if he checks his messages or not, but we'll see how that goes. Um, David, good job last week, mate. Thanks, Paddy. Um, I'm not sure that's uh, valid, but we'll we'll take all the praise we can get. Happy birthday, (laughs) Roisin, from Uncle David. Yeah, happy happy birthday, Um, Roisin. Great to have these wee girls in our lives, and you know we're very, very blessed and uh, fabulous to, that you're even doing this on your birthday. So credit to you for that. Yeah, so you should see the things that are just out of shot. Do you want to see a mermaid balloon? Or... Not right. <laughs> Cannot yeah. sit in the background for the rest of the show. Yeah. I think it would add a lot. The place is just covered in happy birthday stuff in the tabletop. Uh, Simon, can you see me? How you doing? I'm all right. Yeah, happy birthday, Roisin. Um, I'm grounded. <laughs> I've got a bit of an eye infection. I'm not taking the glasses off. Fair enough. Honestly, Fair enough. I think I've been 10, 10 rounds of Mike Tyson. Not doing it. <laughs> keep, it keep, keep that on the wrap. Joel, how are you doing? Yeah, all good. Welcome back, Paddy. Uh, thank you very much for the near constant updates of your fantastic week away um, while we were all slaving away at the, in the office and stuff. So uh, it's, it's nice to have you back down in the mud it, it, with us. It was a fine week in Valdezor, mate. It was a fine week. But listen, <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll get stuck in. Two games against the Sheffield Steelers took place at the past weekend at the SSE Arena, and it was a split weekend. On Friday, it began with the uh, a 5-1 victory for your Belfast chance. I'll just pull up the stats here. Um, <laughs> but... I've missed something there. That, that, no, nothing. Davey, uh, Davey just being Davey is per normal. Okay. A 5-1 win for your Belfast, win for your Belfast Giants. The Giants goals come from Goodwin Cooper, who scored two. Scott Conway and JJ Pickett. The only school for the Sheffield Steelers came in the second period on the power play from Robert Dowd. In goal, Tyler Bresco, 30 shots against, one goal against. And Rox Sianovic, 28 shots against, five goals against. Uh, the referees for the weekend and whole were adults, uh, Andy Dalton and Dean Smith. Um, quickly, we'll start with this, Davey. Um, I found it quite interesting game when I watched it. I got to watch it back. And uh, I thought there were times when it was quite tight, but also times when the Giants really dominated. Uh, it was either Saint or Greavesy that once said it's a funny old game. And they were talking about football, obviously, at the time. But you can you can add that to hockey as well. As you said, there were times that the Giants thoroughly dominated this game. There was times we were under pressure. And I think taking that 3-0 lead, if anything, was slightly against the run of play. Steelers played quite well in that first period and put a good bit of pressure on on Besco. And if anything, through the, the whole course of this game, 
we've been guilty or not guilty. I've certainly, I'm not going to call it criticized, but over the last few weeks when we were trying to find things that were negative, so like we've been, whatever the numbers are, have been in, in staggering since sort of Halloween. Um, we were trying to find kind of negatives and that we're, we're probably under executing that we were creating lots of great A chances and we weren't taking those chances as much as, as we were creating the opportunities. And on Friday night, we probably over executed in terms of um, those chances that we got were created. We were taking more chances than what we have had uh, uh, recently. Um, the Steelers came out pretty well. And for us to race into that 3 0 lead, okay, they pegged us one back and got it back to 3 1, which, which, you know, change the complexion of the game. We were top heavy again. JJ picking it, Scott Conway, David Goodwin were outstanding, absolutely unplayable at times. Um, I think we identified quite early, Vic Stojanovic, correct? Stojanovic um, was a wee bit rubbery in the first period. Things were bouncing off, and that glove hand just wasn't really grasping things. And it was giving us a sniff, and we smelled a wee bit of blood in the water, and we got in and around the in and around the nets. And you know, Mark Cooper has been doing what Mark Cooper's doing. He's reversing that big backside into the blue paint and creating havoc. He's hard to move once he's in there. Stojanovic will want. Certainly, that first one, he would love another go at it a bit. He would not love another go. And the Steelers have to identify you can't let JJ pick and it's st- step in off the top of the circle. I don't says will come on this, but um, it was either two or three times over the weekend. Pickinitz has got the puck at the top of the blue circle and he's been allowed to walk in and he's done it again and again this season. He takes that position up, left circle, top of the picks it up and walks in. And he's got such a CNI puck over the top of the just over the top of the pad in between the blocker, in between the glove, either side. That is so hard to save. And, you know, they give us those opportunities. And as you say, we actually, or as I, as I said, actually, we executed them to, to real, real high quality. And and whenever you give Scott Conway, David Goodwin, JJ Pickin, it's really great A opportunities. They are executing at this time. And, and you know, for us to go into that 3-0 lead, it was almost on a sale at the end of the first period. It so, wasn't yeah. over. I remember Simon saying to coach or Neil, um, as he was on the on the webcast, that, that this game is definitely not over. And, of course, Rob died. Pop, I think it was with the first goal on the power play, giving them a little bit of life. But I think, overall, the first period kind of gave us the, the comfort that we weren't going to be caught in that game. As Davey says, our Simon, you were joined by television's Neil, the coach Russell, formerly of this parish, for, for both days on commentary. And uh, in this game, you, know, you, you pointed out the fact that that first goal that we've just seen on the YouTube coverage, that went through Stojanovic, um, probably keyed it, as Davey says, given the chance that smell of blood in the water. Yeah, it was a good start. You know, we, we came out in, in really good, uh, in, well, in good mood, basically ready to go for the game. You know, we, we started well. Um, in fairness, I, I totally agree with Davey. I thought the Steelers probably were a wee bit unjust to be down 3-0 at the end of the first period. They, you know, they played solid, but their goaltender let them down. Um, mm. You know, they, he, he coughed up a couple and, and he really... You know, look, our stats guys go through all these different scenarios and look at all every single goal that's conceded by every single goaltender in the league. Um, and they brought up and, and it was on um, the scouting report for for Adam that when with regards to Soyanovic. and he's you know he seems to have a weakness with his glove side. And was I was sitting watching the warm up um, for the game itself, and and that when I get time, I tend to just stand and watch the away team goalie. Uh, and they were all shooting at his glove. Every single one of them were coming down for the warm-up and shooting his glove. And I think he caught two. Um, just didn't get near any of them. And, and when he did catch the two of them, one of them bounced out of the glove. So, you know, it, it's one of those ones where we, we started really, really well, getting off that three-goal start. 
But I honestly just didn't feel comfortable even being 3-0 up at the end of the first period. You get that really important goal for, um, wasn't it, 25 seconds or 30 seconds to go in the first period. That That's what won us the game ultimately. Um, I thought that was a big, big part of it. I and mean, then going on, and obviously when Robert Dowd got their first goal tonight, and what a shot, by the way. Um, you know, he, mm-hmm. he really finished that off very, very well. Besco was a bit unlucky picking up that five on three. <sighs> like we've, we've had a lot of discussions about the five on three. For a five on three to be given, it needs to be absolutely nailed on penalty. I thought at the time it was soft um, against Pickenich. You know, the puck's not long gone. He plays the body. For a five on four, is it a penalty? Possibly. But a five on three, I don't agree with the call. However, we, we conceded that goal, and at that time on Friday night, I didn't think we were going to concede five on five. I thought I honestly still think we're the best team in the league five on five. Sheffield, it's the first time I've seen them this year, um, and uh, I thought they were really good. I thought they were really, really good. Obviously, we're supposed to have them here in December, and it was cancelled because of the COVID um, pandemic, and and uh, obviously the boys had picked up a, um, you know, we, we had their rearrange that game, which was just so happens to be the Saturday night, but, you know, for them to come here for the first time this season, and coming off the back of that 7-1 defeat, which we had against them in November, the boys definitely felt that, and I thought they came out and controlled the game for most parts. Sheffield kicked back in the second, um, but obviously not enough. Besco come up with some big saves. Totally yeah. agree with David. Thought we deserved to win the game. Um, but you just knew the way they finished the game off, the way they came out for the second, especially that they were going to have a kickback on Saturday. And ultimately, that's what happened. Joel, bit of a controversial moment that sort of appeared on, pushed out as well on social media it was um, Davy Phillips dangling the knee, was the loose hook, and yeah. uh, only a called on tripping. Yeah. Um... It's certainly on first look in the arena at the time. I thought it looked really bad. You know, it, it didn't really look too much different to me than than the knee that, that Ben Lake got uh, suspended for over in Coventry earlier in the season. There was a bit of conversation on Twitter after just about, you know, whenever Hookie releases the puck to dump it um, and, and whenever the contact comes in, Hookie tries to sort of avoid it and, and the knee's more incidental. Thankfully, the, the main thing is is that Lewis Hook's okay, um, and, and that he that he continued in the game, and, and that he continued in the weekend, um, and and obviously, I, I don't think we'll see any supplementary from it. But to me, I've seen them called. You know, I've seen it. I've seen those called as as Nian, um, and I, and I thought it was bad enough um, from Debbie Phillips, to be honest. Um, the, look, Paddy, there's really not much to add uh, from from the sort of great analysis from the boys there. The only thing I would say is that I think a big difference maker in the first period, and, and I, I mentioned it sort of on Twitter at the time. I thought the Giants played really well off the puck. I think we stepped right up to their blue line. You know, our, our press off the puck and our back checking was razor sharp along with our stick work as well. We were we were really lasered in in terms of sort of tape to tape passing. But the number of, of kind of turnovers and rushes that we created just from pressing high at Sheffield's blue line and going straight at them as soon as that puck was turned over. Um, I think it happened kind of three or four times in that first period. And it really, really put the sweats on them early on. And as Davey said earlier, I think Stojanovic was very leaky, uh, very reboundy all weekend long. It's something that continued um, into Saturday as well. So we definitely did smell blood and, and we, we just came at them with the sort of uh, the, the veracity veracity is that a word of a team who definitely did have something to prove after that initial kind of defeat to them um it, it was it was electric in that in that barn you know it was a it was fantastic atmosphere um but yeah look the once the giants had that bit between their teeth you know they got a bit penalty heavy in the second um the five on three don't really think it was a five on three the penalty shot against griffin reinhardt as well wasn't entirely sure of at the time i thought he did well just to 
to get inside and, and to, to take the body and take him to the outside. I don't know that it was a penalty shot. I don't know that he denied a scoring opportunity, but we weathered a bit of that penalty trouble in the second period and, and ultimately we outclassed them and outgunned them. Veracity is a good word. Tenacity is the word that uh, Neil Coach Russell overused on Saturday. And Tenacity. Let's move on to Saturday's game. The Sheffield Steelers would want to hit back, and they did hit back. A 5-2 victory for the visitors. Uh, the Jazz two goals come from JJ Pickenish on the power play and Ben Lake in the in the both in the first period, and uh, and then in the first period John Armstrong and Martin Latal scored. But then in the second period, uh, Tanner Eberle got the third to put them ahead. Jackson Whistle with a nice finish in the fourth. Jackson period Whistle. And, uh, third period, fourth period. Where am I? Jackson Whistle. Oh. Rob Dowd, as I sounded, Neil Russell at that point, he thought it was in the second period. The, uh, and then Rob Dowd was an empty netter to round out the 5 2 victory in nets. Tyler Besker, 24 shots against, four goals against. And uh, Rox Dianovic, 41 shots against, two goals against. And uh, again, Dolts and Smith were your referees. Says on this one, we you said it at the time, you thought they were going to hit back, and they did. Yeah, you just knew they were going to come back out at them. Look, to be honest, I think they've got their best coach they've had for quite some time. Um, he recruits, he's recruited very, very well. Um, he seems to know what he's doing. We, we'd seen him when he was with um, the Croatian team. Oh, can't remember the name. In the CHL, um, not CHL, sorry, the uh, Continental Cup. We played them here. I just can't remember their name. Might have been CHL. Actually. Anyway, sport was. It, uh, doesn't matter. Um, but uh, you know he's, he's he's really switched on, and, and you know he knows what he's talking about, and um, and I thought that he was going to have them well prepared for Saturday night. Our problem on Saturday night was our passing. We just didn't. It just wasn't crisp enough for what our game is. It's not. You know we, we certainly have the speed. There's no doubt about that. But it, 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 we either were the passing just wasn't on the tape, and that's from all aspects of the ice, all that all over the ice itself in the game on Saturday night. I thought that was something that. Probably for this, for the for arguably for the first time this season, just didn't click. The Steelers came out. They started really well. Um, you know, they they managed to get the the um, the Armstrong goal when we, you know, they reacted. Obviously, we scored a power play goal. And even if you watch that play back, I don't think it shows you in the coverage here, Davey. But literally before the pass comes out of the defensive zone, one of our guys cross checked in the corner right in front of the referee. No call. I could not believe that wasn't a call. I, I even com- I remember commenting on the webcast about it, but right down in front of us, cross-check, facing into the wall, no call, play went up the other end. One pass from, I think it was Danielson, um, across to Valoran. He drove down the left-hand side, threw it across a slot in the back end. That, for me, again, after uh, just over a minute after scoring the first power play goal, that Adam would have been very, very angry at because you need to be cut, really focused in that point. And we weren't. And then they, they sort of, you know, they got a, a big goal with regards to Latal, speed down the right hand side, beat Rainer, um, and the backhand shot on, on Besco. He's definitely going to want that one back. Um, at the time, I thought it took a bit of deflection, but I asked him after the game, he said, no, just didn't get a touch on it and, and miscalled miss the play. So, you know, for that to come in and then, you know, you, you, you sort of, you're behind the black ball at that point, trying to get. I think we tied it up just before the end of the first period, but your game was a big, big goal. But you've got to give it to the Steelers. They come out and played really, really well. You got two guys coming in the lineup after Mosey went out on Saturday night. Danielson came in um, at the, the start of the uh, the start of that game. He started the goal for 
Armstrong, and he started the goal. What a pass through the middle for um, Brandon Whistle. A brilliant pass through the middle. So he two assists on that, and obviously Brandon Whistle coming back in the lineup as well, with Traverse missing out. So, you know, he's got it right. They've come out with a big result. Um, we've still got to play them three times, and those three times are going to be absolutely crucial. Massive games. I'll be back. I'll be back. Hey. There he goes. There he goes. <laughs> we knew that joke was coming at some point. Well done, sir. Well done. Um, Joel, you know, we said, we've said it throughout the season. We know that there's a real battle here between the Sheffield Steelers and the uh, and the Belfast Giants for the title. The Cardiff Devils, I know you guys said last week you thought the Cardiff Devils are in it. I'll say hello to the person in the wings, and I'll just say I don't think the Cardiff Devils are in the hunt for the title, but, you know, they have a real chance this week of a, of a, of a trophy against the Giants. But it did come down to this game. Well, this game was a real battle between these two sides. Yeah, look, uh, I don't think that you can, you know, you can you can do the postmortem on the Belfast Giants' performance as much as you like. I still think that the the work rate was there from the Giants. I still think that you could obviously see that they cared. You know that that first period, whenever the Giants' goals were scored, those are boys who know that they're in one here and they're 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 playing the team that ultimately probably will be their their main contender for for a league title. Um, you know, so I I can't really fault it. You know, the the, the passing was a little more sloppy. Um, we we just weren't as sharp. I think to Sheffield's credit, they were just simply much, much better on Saturday, um, especially defensively and especially later in the game. I think the Giants were really nowhere after the first period. The end of that first period at 2-2 looked like one of those games. I disagree, Joe. I don't I think can't. we're out of the game. I mean, we just couldn't. Our passing was really bad. That, yeah. I mean, I don't think, I definitely don't think what you're saying is true. 100%. That's all right. Um, the, I, I, I thought there were not as good from the second period. You know, it's a 2-2 game, but um, we just, we, we really struggled. Um, obviously, there was that power play in the second period. Um, we just couldn't get over the blue line, couldn't get set up. And, and I can only really remember sort of one real great A um, in the third that looked like we were kind of, kind of came close. Um was uh, Scott Conway? Um, I, I think he got a square pass into the slot and, and sort of had a, a shot on the turn, which which Stanovic took care of. Um, but yeah, look, ultimately, look, Sheffield I think collapsed really well around Stanovic and took care of the fact that he is a bit reboundy. And I mean, he was he was leaving pucks dangling just in the crease and, and everything all night, sort of the same as Friday. Um, I think defensively they just did really well to sort of fall fall back around him and protect him. And um, I, I certainly didn't feel like that we were we were going to kind of get back into it kind of post the first period. But that's the beauty of it. Joel, we had 29 shots in the third period, 17 of them on target. For somebody who's not in the game, you're obviously watching a different game. I just we think that well Saturday night, we just I, I, past them. I, I talked in this the first game about perhaps over or, or over executing on Friday night compared to chances we are chances we took. Um, Simon said it. There are 38 shots on 24 for Sheffield. You know, so we've we've had some 29 Grade A chances, the 16 for for yeah. Sheffield. You know, so in terms of statistics, um, we could well have won on Saturday night. <clears throat> Steelers were always going to kick back. There was always going to be a rebound after Friday night. You know, and and they managed to get the couple of goals. And as I said, to start to finish off the way I started the first game, it's a funny old game. You don't always get what uh, you deserve out of a game, and I think. Over the course of a weekend, am I happy with the split? No, not really. I think we probably edged out of the six periods. I think we we edged the four points. But you know, if we could have got us, uh, if we could have got three points to two, I think that might have been a better opp- opportunity for us. But look, it is what it is. We um, this might be a good segue to say Saturday and or Friday and Saturday are over, and and now we 
focus on Wednesday night. Yeah, absolutely right. Like you say, funny old games statistically. You know, you know, those those shots against we were outshot on Friday and we won. We we hit we we outshot them and lost on Saturday. That's just sometimes the way the game goes. Um, interest interesting weekend nonetheless. A split weekend. We're going to move on. You get those highlights, of course, from our friends at Belfast Giants TV, and we move on to the small matter of the Challenge Cup final, which takes place on Wednesday night at the SSE Arena in Belfast against the Cardiff Devils. You get yourself down there. I think there'll be single seats available if you, if what I'm hearing is correct. And also it'll be live on Premier Sports with Aaron Murphy and Paul Eady. So who are we going to talk to? Well, who else are we going to talk to? We're going to bring in the former Bracknell B. Uh, Todd Kelman, welcome back to your view from the bridge. How are you? He's on mute. Yeah, I'm not on mute. Come on. I know I'm on mute. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Yeah, well, we're all excited for uh, for Wednesday night, as I'm sure are you. Good to see you guys. It's weird. It's weird not being on your side on the, for these. It still is. I know it's been a lot of years, but it's so strange. So strange. Did you change your proof? Did you change your Twitter uh, profile this week? I changed it for you, Patty. I changed. It. <laughs> That's I really did. Well, it was actually it was pointed out to me by a good friend of ours who seems to be a lookalike of your new head coach. Oh, really? Oh, uh, coach? Coach yeah. Russell? Really? What, what, what was it about Jared Skull and his, look, his direct look to Neil Russell that made you think you'd bring him in? Well, every time I see someone that looks like that, I just I just want him as, a, as my coach. So, um, <laughs> so yeah. It is, it's uncanny, isn't it? Did you point that out or did, did Coach point that out? I think David pointed out on Twitter as well. Yeah. But anyway, let's get back to the actual business. Um, your thoughts I, I, I've seen most part of the show here. What's what's with the sunglasses, Simon? I've got an eye infection. And I'm not bringing, I'm not taking my glasses off. It looks like nothing. <laughs> I think it looks great. I think it should be a new permanent feature. It adds an edge to the show. I, I think it's cool. Oh, man. <laughs> This is really cool, though. You guys have like, this is getting this is really high tech now. I love this studio setup. It's awesome. It's cool. Yeah, it only the way again. Only took what sixteen years for us to. <laughs> you got one. That's good. That's here before before Patty asks a question. I, I I am quite interested in your um in your start there, Todd, where you said it still seems a bit strange, you know, because you a lot of lot of water under the bridge with the Belfast Giants, you know. Just, Great servant on the ice and, and long time off the ice as well before you moved on to Cardiff. Is it difficult? I know like you, you'll want to win on Wednesday night, but there's a little bit of you sort of, if you don't win, it's okay. No, I, I want to win, but like I, if I have to lose, I'd rather lose to yeah. the Giants. And I don't know if people actually ever believe me that, but like, I yeah, I was, I was actually messaging with Laura earlier, Laura Small, and I said, she said, are you excited about Wednesday? And I said, I'm, I'm always excited. I'm, I'm really excited about Wednesday. And I said, it, it still feels weird not to be on the same team as all you guys. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It's, I don't know if I'll ever get over that. It's still it's still strange to me, you know? Because I, 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 I don't get over it when I come down to Cardiff and I'm standing up. I'm, I always appreciate the, the hospitality I get down there. But to see you on the mic going through the same sort of script, but for Cardiff, it's, it's, it it's still kind of hurts me. <laughs> and that's not that's agreed, not a big idea. I know you moved on, but that's kind of like you should just be oh, no, it, it, It's always weird to me because because you guys, I, especially like uh, I've known all you guys for a long time. It's it, it, it's it's really weird. It's still weird to me, and it shouldn't be because it's been been eight years. Can you believe that? It's crazy. Yeah. So Thorts Thorts have run the has run the Giants more than I ran the Giants. 
So that's mad. I, that's never dawned on me before. That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Well, we we actually had a chat with Brooksy the other day just about thoughts, and it was like, um, I think it's nine seasons with the Giants now. He's been player, player, coach, yeah. head of hockey operations. Yeah. Nine finals he's taken us to, so you can't say that Steve Thornton doesn't bring success with him wherever yeah, he goes. Absolutely. So, like you know, you got to credit him for for what he's done for the organization too. Yeah, we were on, we were actually on earlier. Me and him were on with uh, Nigel on the other the other high uh, high profile media outlet in Northern Ireland. Don't know what that is. <laughs> the, the, the name the name doesn't even ring a bell. Oh, see what it did there. <laughs> um but yeah we were talking about that we were talking about um because yeah like we were we were both we both uh because we played together in the t- 2003 when we won the playoffs the last year of the super league mm-hmm. and then he player coach with his arm hanging off when we won the playoffs and the challenge cup and the knockout cup that the league just got rid of after we won the knockout cup still the reigning knockout cup champions of all time <laughs> um yeah i'm yeah well he's i mean He's good at what he does. He's a smart, smart guy for sure. Give us your what your thoughts on your state of play of the Cardiff Devils right now. You know, I, I made the comment earlier on that. You know, some people say it's a two horse race. Some people say it's a three horse race. You know, the Cardiff Devils maybe aren't as close as you'd want them to be in the league standings at the minute. Oh no, no, it's it's. I, I mean, you never want to throw in the towel, but like, I mean, it's as good as a two horse race. You know what I mean? Like, it's. Um, What's what's a shame, I guess, is that we were really far behind, and we thought, God, we're never going to come close to them. And then, and then we lo- we've lost like four road games out of the last six, I think. And and had we won those four or even three of them, we'd be right in the mix. So we've done it to ourselves, you know. But I, I really think it's, um, you know, like I, what happened this weekend for us would have been perfect had we been a little bit closer, you know. But we're, I mean, we're, I think we're, you know, like I don't want to, I don't want to say we're thrown in the towel, but like you know, this is, this is the, this is it for us. This is, it's, it's, you know, we're, we're like the naughty and Panthers from the, from, from about 10 years straight. We're, we're looking, for, <laughs> looking for the cup in the playoffs right now. So, um, and that, and that's just being realistic, you know, like we, 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 I would say it would have to be an absolute disaster. I think one team would have to lose like eight of the final games for us to even be in with a shout. So, um, but yeah. Todd, I, I mean, I, I've known you a long time, and I know that you're, you're telling Jared Scaldi that you are not throwing in the towel, and I do not rule out the Cardiff Devils as is currently standing. But, you know, you, you touched on you've lost four out of the last six away games. That just, for me, that just means that the, the standard and the quality of the league this year is higher than what it has been in a long, long time. So, so damn Dundee Stars, they're killing us. <laughs> that's, our, that's our good mate Pasha friend of the show honestly we bet from the from the final I know we're obviously everybody's concentrating the final but last week Mark Garside player that you signed um, and brought him to Belfast 11 years ago took over you and the all time points record of the, the Stanline Belfast Giants um, and uh, moved into 8th place overall and you know <laughs> bringing him in here as a Two-time rookie of the year. Um, he's been, a, he, you know, in your opinion, I'm, I'm sure you'll agree, but um, he's been an absolute top-quality signing for the Belfast Giants. Oh, absolutely. You think of, like, I mean, bringing Doug Christensen in and, and with what he – like, Garside was brought over with Dougie um, when he came across, and he's been there ever since. And, and I mean, I don't know. It's, it's, it's crazy that he's played that long because I still think of Garce as this – you know, I, I still think of, God – 
the third line, the best third line in hockey. Remember that? We'd always mm-hmm. talk about yep. Keith Garside and, and Daryl Lloyd. Right. Half your people watching won't even know who, who Daryl Lloyd or... Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, they know. Oh, they know. You know what the fan base isn't it? It's it, it's interesting to think of like that's what you want. You want half your fan base not to know who those guys are because they're all you know they're newer fan base and and loads of new giants to cheer on and stuff. So it's cool. It's it's weird how it evolves because we're all you know like we can all remember the glory days and 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 the glory days are kind of whenever you start start watching, I guess you know so. Yeah, Todd, uh, and it is. It's good to see you again. We, we usually do get a kind of catch up face to face at least once or twice per season. So hopefully, we'll, we'll see you midweek. Um, it's obviously been a difficult season uh, for for everybody, just trying to negotiate uh, sort of the the tail end of, of COVID regulations and whatever else. I, I would say that along with your friends in Scotland, that, that you've probably had it uh, the worst out of everyone in the league, as, as the Welsh government sort of continued that behind closed doors uh, regulations into the new year. Um, how, how are things? You know, how, how are things around the club? You, you seem to have navigated that pretty well um things seem to be healthy you've still got that kind of very engaged kind of very good fan base and, and ownership seems seems sort of dialed in still with the cardiff devils oh, you know they're they're never done winding me up on twitter so you're obviously through through the kind of uh the, the sort of choppy waters and, and sort of uh back um back on on track again yeah no like it's it's it, it's we, we played behind closed doors which was kind of forced upon us but like it's actually back to normal now, like where you don't even have to wear masks. It's like apparently COVID just disappeared. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's done. It's gone. Yeah. Gone and with. And um, but the Welsh government were good. They gave us they they basically um, gave us the equivalent of all our ticket sales, so we didn't lose any money there. Um, but yeah, no, it's I, 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 things are good here. It's it's a good setup. You know what's weird? It's do you notice our fan base like. Our two fan bases just really hate each other now. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, that's because of you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Like, I don't really go on social media anymore much because it's just so toxic. And, um, and I noticed it like after, like when we play each other, we're like, I, I, I always thought, like, me and Thorts thought our fan bases really liked each other. And then we looked and we're like, God, they really hate each other. You know? If they, well, really, you know- they actually knew how much we liked each other, my God. <laughs> Uh, if, if it helps, I was at a, a Cardiff and Belfast fan wedding just about a month ago. So there are some success stories of those two fan bases meeting together. But um, yeah, like it, I, I guess it's just a, a symptom of, of two teams who have gone at it and, and have been electric on ice for the past few years. Um, yeah. For me anyway, you know, I, I think that people do overstep the mark or whatever, but it's good for the league. It's it's good for the league that there's real genuine passion and yeah. real anticipation against, uh, you know, for me, Cardiff and Belfast have has been the series of the season. You know, it's been absolutely incredible. Yeah, no, it's good. And and I mean, it's been fun this year. Like, I mean, I know we're not in the hunt with it down to the last two kind of thing, but like I watched both your games this week and they were really, really two really good games, you know, really good games to watch. Entertaining for sure. So, so let's, let's bring let's it with the cup here. Let's go. Come on. Let's 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 bring it back to Wednesday night then, Todd, before we before we move on. What are you expecting from yourselves and and more importantly from our Belfast Giants, your Belfast Giants? <laughs> nice. Right. Nice try. Um, what am I expecting? I'm, I'm expecting it to be a great game. Like, I think both teams will rise to the occasion. I think you can kind of put, you know, stats out the window, pass results out the window. I think both teams are going to step up in a big way. I, I feel like we always kind of do in the big games, um, both clubs do. So I'm not, like, I mean, I'm not, I'm not worried. I'm not as worried. Um, I guess I'm nervous, like any, any fan is of any other team. Um, but, like, you know, I, I think it's going to be a great game. I think it's. I think the right two teams are in it. You know, we 
we played our best game of our season when we beat Sheffield in the in the semifinal. I don't think anyone thought we'd go in there and, and beat them five nothing. Um, you got the two best goalies in the league, bar none, like for sure. No one's even close to those two um, in Besco and and uh, Carruth. So it's it'll be interesting. I think it'll be a goaltender battle. I don't think it'll be high scoring, but what do I know? It could be five four. It could be six one. Who knows? But uh, yeah, it's it's exciting. It's um, it's I mean, it's what you want to be a part of, I guess. You know, like it, win or lose, it's 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 fun to be in these cup finals. You know. Todd, I just want to let you know we've ordered extra long pegs in for Carruth so he can't kick them off. <laughs> you know, just want there to it is. Throw it out there. No comment. I don't know what to say. <laughs> and, on, and on that bombshell, we're going to let you go, Todd. Listen, really appreciate you coming on. Patty, you coming across for seeing you Wednesday? Huh? You going to be there, Patty? I am. I'm going to be there. Davey's going Davey? to be there. You're going to be there. Full squad. Beers on you, Flam tomorrow night. We should actually meet up before before the game starts because we should actually then we can actually have a beer and and like each other. You can come in the our new bar if you want. Is it open now? Well, we'll wait and see. No comment. No comment. The downstairs one's open now. No comment. Listen, you just get a hold of the hey. You just get a hold of Taco Steve's company card and give us a call on Wednesday. Don't you worry oh, about yes. where we're meeting. <laughs> One of the lights called Taco Steve's. Have you ever asked him no. why he's called Taco Steve's? So, it's because he plays basketball and the name of his team is the Flaming Tacos or something like that. And it was sponsored by it was sponsored by a Mexican bar. And uh, it's been like that for like 25 years, the Flaming Tacos. My brother-in-law plays on the team. But when I was a kid, I used to go watch the Flaming Tacos play in all these tournaments. That's how I know Steve so well, so. That's unreal. It's because they were just because they were sponsored by a Mexican bar. Yeah, makes sense, right? Well, well, it makes about as much sense as why you're called Killer, which uh, I was telling somebody about very recently. But man, that's for another. <laughs> that's for another show. Whole <laughs> all right, guys. Well, awesome to see you guys all, and uh, I'll probably be at McHugh's for a pint uh, before the game if you guys are up for it. Or I don't know how busy you guys are, but that's where I plan. Oh, okay. Yeah, man. Give us a shot. We'll see you there. Okay, see you guys. Thanks, Cheers, Todd. Todd. I don't know how to get out of here, so someone. Can- that's it. You're gone. Don't worry. <laughs> Thanks to Todd Gelman once again for joining us here on A View from the Bridge to chat about the Challenge Cup final. And we move straight on because we've got somebody else waiting in the wings, somebody all far more important than Todd Kelman. We're delighted to be joined once again by the head coach of your Belfast Giants, Adam Keefe. How are you doing, coach? Not bad. How are you guys? Not too bad. Um, first of all, your take on the split weekend. I would have preferred both, um, but obviously it was, I thought it was two very good uh, playoff style games. Um, I thought neither game, I guess, was an indication of the scoreline, but uh, you know, obviously we, we wanted to come away with, with both and um, just didn't seem like it was falling our way in that second game in terms of, you know, we, we needed that third goal. Um, either to go ahead or or to get back into it, and it just didn't seem to want to fall our way that night. So I didn't think we were that sharp or as sharp as we have been. But um, uh, the guys, the guys were, were battling hard to try and get that one back. Just, obviously, you're playing against a team that is, you know, there was a little bit of desperation there on Sheffield's front, and um, that last one is usually, you know, if you're talking about best of seven series, it, it's tough to put teams away um, and obviously there's a little bit of desperation there from Sheffield. Coach, we'll move on from the weekend. Obviously tomorrow morning, 
back on the ice, all geared up for Wednesday night now? Yeah, I think obviously rest is an emotional weekend we're just coming off of, um, which which zaps you energy wise and wanted to make sure we get the guys, you know, enough rest here so that we're full of energy and able to play with the intensity we're going to need to in a cup final. And uh, we certainly know that, um, you know, it's likely that the the Cardiff's league uh, chances are, are maybe too far to grasp right now. So we know importance that they're going to put on on this game on Wednesday and and we need to match that intensity and that desperation in the game. Adam you just talk about Cardiff there and obviously the 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 six game series against the Devils this year you know arguably we spent David was at the games in Cardiff and he said that you know in his opinion that we should have you know or ultimately won the first two games we just couldn't find an Ed Curry played obviously very very well he's man the match in both games but Moving into a one-off game, you know, it, it's it's literally up for grabs. Both teams are, you know, what they're going to get. Do you expect it to be a tight game? And do you expect, um, obviously, you know, we're obviously going to have to get off to a really good start. Yeah, I mean, if you look at at least five of the six, game, six games we've played them, it's been very difficult to score on, on them. It's been low-scoring games, and, uh, you know, we lost those first two strictly because of the special teams. Um, so we want to keep our discipline in, in this game, but, um, you know, and then obviously, you know, on the fact that it is a one-off, you just really don't know which way it may go. If, uh, if it goes a penalty battle or if it, whatever may happen in the game, obviously you need to ad- adapt and adjust to it, but, um, we just want to worry about ourselves and, and, and put the best Belfast Giants effort that we can you know we, we've set a standard for ourselves in terms of how we need to play to have success and it, we're confident that if we play that way and uh, we're all pulling the rope that that we can get the job done coach how much kind of credit do you give do you give momentum coming into games you know think about the the really tight battle against Nottingham on the road before we come into that Challenge Cup uh, semi-final um, and obviously Sunday's game or Saturday's game excuse me against Sheffield didn't quite go the way we wanted it to and we were up against it just a little bit more do you think that having that challenge uh, focuses the mind for a Wednesday final um, you know versus maybe having Friday night's game on Saturday where we where we really dominated and looked comfortable do you think that there's something to be said for coming in with your kind of back against the wall and, and coming off the back of a defeat? Uh, I mean, I would give you a different answer depending each way you put it. Like if we had won, you know, I would say we're coming in on a 10 game or 11 game win streak, feeling very yeah. confident. Um, you know, given the fact that we lost, that could also be a plus in the sense that we're not going in overly confident. We know that, that we need to be our best to beat uh, the best Cardiff Devils team. I mean, now, I, I agree with what you had said, the sentiment earlier there in the season. We felt we were hard done by in, in Cardiff. The first two games of the season, we felt we had the better uh, game and it just didn't come out with, with the win both nights. Um, but that, that was also a much different Cardiff Devils team. Uh, they've made some adjustments throughout the season and, and have become a better team for it. So, um we're well aware it's going to be a tight game. It's going to be a playoff style game. Um, you know, but we're, like I said, we're, we're confident that if, if we can put, put together the, the highest standard of, of game that, that we have come to know um, that, that we'll have success. 
there was a lot of talk at the start of the season about the amount of times we were facing the Dundee Stars and the Five Flyers in that sort of challenge cup back and forth and around Robin to give us some work. But it's put us now in a position overall, coach, that we are able to host the Challenge Cup uh, final at, in Belfast. So h- how big is that for the team? How big is that for you? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's massive. I mean, it, first of all, I guess it's, it's a little reward for the players and for the fan base, I think, just to have that at home here. Nobody's going to travel um, like they did a few years ago. Uh, but, I mean, in terms of uh, it's a one-off game, I mean, you, you look at the last two times we won the Challenge Cup going into Cardiff, um, you know, teams are going to come in to play, and you know, and it's going to be it's going to be a tight game, regardless of where it is. Uh, obviously, we're happy to have it at home, and and yeah, the work was done at the start of the season to to ensure that that this was was possible. Uh, just before you, we just, wrap. sorry, just, David, just, go ahead. Just before you go, you know, coach, you said there about the Cardiff Devils being a, a different team. Like I, I go back to those games at the start of October and. They they still hurt. It's the ones that you really think you you've missed out on that 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 hurt the most when you look back over the season. And you said about the Cardiff Devils being a bit changed. I think we're a wee bit changed as well. If, if we look back at those games, we hadn't put Goodwin, Pick, and Conway together. I think Bush was playing and and Goody was playing on the second line. And since you've kind of switched little line little line changes about and, and found real chemistry, like hardly argue with Goodwin, Pick, and and Conway being the lights out line in the league and. We're getting secondary scoring. Cooper's been going to the blue paint. Besco has became the Besco. Besco, I think Simon has said on the podcast a few times, Besco will probably look back on a few games at the end of September, start of October, and, and wasn't at his best. And Besco's came up to the level we know where he can get at. And, and that top line and secondary and even third line scoring, we're, 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 well, we're a different team as well from October. Yeah, I think you're right there. I mean, certainly we've seen... Um, secondary scoring start to shine through a little bit um, in areas that it wasn't there at the start of the year. And that's why, you know, you were alluding to, to David Goodwin not being with Conway and Picknich. Um, you know, yeah, they actually started the season together right from training camp and they were clicking. Um, we made a change to try to find some secondary scoring or a secondary line. Maybe it was a mistake. We don't know, but um, obviously, you know, we end up going back to them. And then um, the other lines kind of just fell into place for us with the injuries and stuff. And um, I think we're, we're, we're settled now on, on we know who we are as a team and what our identity is. And uh, I think that that's what you've seen here probably in the last couple of months of uh, good form. Um, but, you know, we're well aware that it's, it's a one game at a time mentality here. And, um, you know, you're coming off two big ones this weekend, and and then now you have a, another massive one for for a trophy here on Wednesday. So I think the guys are are uh, up for the occasion and and just looking forward to. It. I think they had been for quite some time once they knew the date. Just before you go, Joel. Sorry, to, just okay. to come back to the coach. How tiring is it going from cup final to cup final cup? Because every game is effectively now. For the Belfast Giants here on in is almost cup final. It's almost playoff hockey every single game for the rest of the season. Yeah, it's stressful and that makes it tiring. That fatigues you. You know, anytime you're in a stressful game, it's that extra 
energy that you expend that fatigues you a little that little bit more. Um, so obviously, uh, Saturday's game w- was quite stressful. Uh, so that adds a little bit of fatigue to us, right? And uh, something we spoke about with the with the entire team is trying to gain control of the games. And I think that you know our our identity as a as a team, you know when we're at our best, we, we control the game and, you know, through some of the games that we can control, we can kind of manage that stressful time and, and that fatigue on the group uh, going through these next, uh, well, I guess six weeks now, but you know, what, what I'm talking about is we had this chat before the last two months and, you know, throughout that time, I think we've had some games where we controlled the game and it wasn't that stressful. Um, and that helps in the long run. Coach, just before I hand back to Patty um, to, to probably wrap it, thank you for, for coming on and joining us tonight. I have to go for that AVFTB exclusive. Do you have any update on Patrick Mullen and when you're expecting him to land in Belfast? Um, I, I don't. At the moment, I mean, Steve's been dealing with the, the visa situation with, with uh, Patrick. And, um, you know, when that comes good, I'm assuming that he'll be here. So uh, as of right now, obviously, we're, we're at full health and um, we're just, you know, we're just trucking along with what we've got, and um, whenever Pat gets here, we'll see how he how he looks and and make some decisions. Just briefly, what, couldn't agree more. Just briefly, then, Coach, what what is it about Patrick Mullen bringing him into the lineup that you saw that this is the guy to bring in? Well, he was available, um, and <laughs> the, we've uh, we've known him. You know, he, he's a a very uh, I guess. He's had a great career, and he's played in some top leagues. He he controls the power play well. Um, he skates real well. He's mobile. You know, he can add. He can break you out of your zone and get you up the ice. Um, you know, and just to add a player like that at the deadline, you know, when we're when we're unsure of him, if you look at throughout the whole season, uh, how our injuries have gone, or uh, you know, we, we're just not sure. You know, we're at health, full health right now. Uh, that could all change in a couple of days. So uh, we wanted to make sure that we added that piece that if it's a little bit of insurance going forward. Fantastic. Listen, we'll let you go. Good luck on Wednesday night. Thanks for joining us. And we'll, uh, you know, hopefully we'll be, uh, hopefully we'll be celebrating come Wednesday evening. Have a good night. All right, guys. Thanks, Coach. Thank you. Good coach. Thank you. Great. Thanks to, to Adam Keith for his time. Um, before we have a quick chat between ourselves about the Challenge Cup final and what's ahead, um, a view from the bridge live. We're hoping to bring it back uh, on before the before the Challenge Cup final at the SSE Arena. Um, as has been mentioned, there's a brand new bar. Uh, that's about as much as I can tell you about that. But uh, and also what the line I've been written told to say is subject to license. We'll be doing it from around five thirty p.m. on Wednesday night before the Challenge Cup. Final. We'll try to get a couple of guests, no doubt. Maybe Robert Fitzpatrick will come up and join us. Maybe we'll drag Todd Kelman up for a chat. Who knows? But five thirty p.m. at the uh, at the brand new bar in the SSE Arena. Come along and see that, and come along and see us before you go to the uh, the game against the Cardiff Devils. Let's have a quick chat about that, Davey. It is you know the, the Giants. You know, one two years in a row. Sheffield picked it up, picked it up the following year, and they're the current holders. But it's once again, it's us against the Cardiff Devils. Yeah, and uh, the coach spoke about playing in stressful situations, and I guess this is one of the first times I've started to feel a little stressed as a fan this season, you know, um, because 
big stakes. We're playing for to hang a banner. We're playing to lift silverware, and that's I guess that's what all the guys play the game for. You hope that's what they play it for anyway. Um, and uh, you know the, the opportunity to, to win a trophy in home ice doesn't come along very often. You look right through our history. We're a success, successful organization from day one, and we've been very fortunate. And you go back and you ask. <clears throat> The, the the players that played in the Keith era, the, the Jeff Masons, no, what was your favourite, you know, memory from Belfast Jansen? A lot of them will go back to that five one victory over Sheffield where we ultimately won the league championship on the home ice. You know, we've won it away in Nottingham and we've won it in Hooters and we've won it here and there. And we don't very Not often get Nottingham restaurant, yeah. The other, other other restaurants are available. We don't often get that chance. The skate a trophy round on home ice that you win that night. Yeah, we've won leagues and we've been presented with it on different nights. But to win a trophy in front of what's going to be a, an almost, if not sold out barn, is just an opportunity these guys just have to grasp the nettle and take here. That's I'm so excited about it. We've talked about the Cardiff Devils matchups, not just this season, but for the last number of seasons, go back. They're the two franchises that have split the spoils over the last number of years. I really feel what we did, we did enough in. Um, seven out of nine periods in Cardiff this season to, to, to take the maximum points. Unfortunately, we didn't take anything at home. They were really close as well with Chase Carruth, which I hope we can do tomorrow night or sorry for Wednesday night as it is. Um, it's just getting like jumping to that start that we'll talk about often. And, and we've done really well in first periods this season. So it's just that foot in the throat mentality and, and go out and, and stamp that blue collar, you know, Belfast Giants sort of stamp on the game and, and I hope that we get a good start and if we get that top line fan and we get that secondary score in and when you've got Coops you know reversing into the blue paint and getting in front of Carruth you know good things will happen shoot the puck and that's all we can do it's funny you say that you know we're a successful organization we absolutely are and it's something that I'm I stand by with the fact that over the guts of our 20 odd years as an organization in the league in the UK the challenges come and go, you know. It's it's, but it's always the Belfast Giants. It's Coventry against the Belfast Giants. It's Sheffield against the Belfast Giants. It's Nottingham against the Belfast Giants. Then 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 Sheffield came back again. Then Cardiff have always been battling, and they're battling against us. Now Sheffield are back, and they're battling against us. But the, consistently, it's been the Belfast Giants who who have been there challenging for silverware, challenging for league titles. We're spoiled, and um, it's easy to take that for granted. So don't take it for granted. If you're listening to this podcast, if you're a Belfast Giants fan, don't take it for granted how much hard work and effort goes in on and off the ice to get us to where we are every single season. This Steve Thornton and Adam Keefe will be having an eye on next season already. I know we're a one-game-at-a-time organisation, but we're a one-season. We're not a one-season-at-a-time organisation. We are spoiled for success but we're built for success because these guys will already be planning how we're successful next season how we're successful this season we talked earlier on there steve thornton nine seasons with belfast giants nine finals that's not fluke and that's not luck that's hard work that goes on on and off the ice 365 days a year you know says talks about going on being lucky enough to go on a few road trips with the boys and adam's on the boat and he's got his laptop and he's on the bus and he's got his laptop and he's in the you know after the game, he's watching game tape and he's preparing for the next game. These things don't happen by accident. And, you know, good things happen to good people that work hard. And we're a hard-working city. And we love this club and what those guys do for us because they're representing us in the ice because we want to be there, but we're not good enough. So there are guys out there. We have to support them in the good times and the bad and ride these good times, lads, because we're built for success. Be there on Wednesday night. Do not miss it. 
Simon, this is uh, Simon. Simon, as David says, uh, the, this isn't a fluke. No, look, again, David touched on there. You know, we're already looking next season. Right now, we're not. The only thing we're looking for is Wednesday yes, night. But it's, you know it's what I mean. No, no, I'm not. I'm not having a go at that. Um, like I was having a go at Joel earlier. The, um, <laughs> you know, it, it, everything has been put on hold for this final. That's it. You know, Steve's not concentrating on anything else. As is Adam. It's all about the final night. Saturday, once Saturday's game is over with, Adam is still in their room until well after 12, half 11, 12 o'clock. That's two and a half hours after the game finished. So, you know, he was basically already cutting tape, ready to go for, for um, Tuesday's, or Tuesday morning practice. It was a, there was a gathering this morning. It was optional skate. A few boys went on. Um, and, uh, you know, it is all geared for Wednesday. You know, the, the guys will be ready to go. I think they'll be disappointed coming out as a group and, and the boys in the room. I think they'll be disappointed with the result and the performance on Saturday night. And I actually think that could be a good thing for us going into the final. We've been on a really good run of form. Um, I was looking back at the at the league stats in the last 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 games. We're top of it every single way, um, the whole way through from the last 25 games. It's like, it's going to be really, really tough. Cardiff have missed a few guys in the last couple of, excuse me, last couple of games. Um, you know, they've been, I think they may be rested. A couple of guys, not so much that, you know, they just left them in the lineup with regards to, you know, just to make sure they don't get hurt. But there's been a few guys that get hurt. I know Mickelson left the game against Dundee. Uh, last Wednesday, um, I expect all those guys to be ready to go on Wednesday night. Whether they're injured or not, that's what hockey players do. They don't, as you said on Debbie, there's not many opportunities to come along for you to get into a final on a one-off game. Um, and I expect all those Cardiff Devils, whether they have to take, you know, Payne, Kellen and Jackson's, I expect them to be playing on Wednesday night. So we're good to go. Um, the boys have got two big practices. Well, one big practice tomorrow, and then they'll have a morning skate on Wednesday. It's live on Premier Sports, and it's for sold-out barn bar a couple of single seats that are left at the minute. Um, if you're not getting up for games like this, put your skates in the bin and go home because, as I say, it's games like this you just want to be involved in. Is it that that game seven mentality going into it? It is a huge, huge game. It's funny you say that. You know, but we talked there about the split series against the split uh, weekend against the Sheffield Steelers, and I'm looking down at my notes about the two, and I've got written down the two games that are happening this weekend in the league. I actually have lined up here the league table at this moment in time. I couldn't give a stuff about the league because I'm that excited mm-hmm. about Wednesday night. I'm that looking forward to getting back home and getting back to the SSA Arena for what is one a one off game, Joel. That that. All concentration is just on our team lifting that trophy. Yeah, Davey talks quite a lot about making memories. And, and if you look back at your time as, as a supporter of this club, the, the memories that always come up are the stories that happen around championship wins and big occasions and whatever else. And um, I'm always a little... I don't know if it's if it's a, a superstition, but I'm always loath to kind of look at the form book whenever it comes to a one-off final like this. Um, but but certainly, you know, the, the Belfast Giants have, have been enjoying a real hot streak uh, Todd talked earlier about Cardiff's struggles on the road. Um, but whenever it comes down to it, these are two teams that have just been slugging it out with real fine margins all season long. But all of that aside, the one thing that I kind of keep thinking of this week, it's something that Simon talks about. You know, you obviously have have that ability to, to see the boys in practice, to, to be up close with them. You always talk about their readiness. No matter what we're facing, no matter what we're going into, Simon always says, the boys will be ready. The boys will be ready. I, I think that there is that culture within this group. There, there's a determination that, that 
I think is is part of the DNA of an Adam Keefe hockey team. Um, but I really see it this year within that group. I think it's got great leadership. I think it's got a great energy. Um, and I have absolutely no doubt that the boys know the importance of it to them as a group, to us as a city and a fan base, and that they're going to be ready to go no matter what. The game on Wednesday night is if I need to tell you, is at 7pm in the SSE Arena, the Challenge Cup final against the Cardiff Devils. I nearly forgot who it was. Uh, that will be shown <laughs> on Premier. That will be shown on Premier Sports TV with Aaron Murphy and Paul Eddy. Um, there are two games this coming weekend. Uh, when we go back into league action, that will we'll be hosting the Dundee Stars, who are pretty hot at the moment. But that's the game for Saturday, not for Wednesday. And then we'll be travelling to Manchester to face the Storm at the Drizzle Dome, 5.30pm on Sunday, and that will be on Storm TV. And I didn't realise that was taking place until I looked at it before this game. I actually have to go to my... I said earlier on, it's my daughter's uh, fifth birthday today. She has a fifth birthday party on Sunday in Altrigham that ends half an hour before this game faces off. And I forgot that this game was on. Ah. So focused was I on Wednesday night. <laughs> <laughs> look at the calendar. So I'm at least, at least that's what you're telling Joe. Busy leave. Try to get all the stuff into the car and then leave my wife just like take all that stuff. Pure coincidence that the kids' birthday party is in Aldringham half an hour before face-off. Honestly, you couldn't write that, buddy. <laughs> I just lift them up and bring them across. But that's that's the five thirty p.m. On Sunday, but the, those two games at this moment in time do not matter because your Belfast Giants are on home ice for the first time in a long, long time in a Challenge Cup final against the Cardiff Devils. It is going to be a sold out barn, I believe, from what we've heard. I heard um, Simon mention it on commentary at the weekend. There are single seats available. That's so much, so high is the demand for tickets for this game, and rightly so. So if you haven't got a ticket and you really want to get there and you're all right to sit in your own, it was only ten pound a ticket. Isn't that right, Sam? You'll not be sitting on your own, mate. There'll be plenty of chance fans around you. So get yourself on and get those tickets. And that's it. Get let's, let's fill that barn. Let's get behind these boys and let's see this Challenge Cup be lifted once again by Belfast Giants and for the first time be lifted on home ice. Uh, any other business, boys? Um, no, no, I don't think so. No. What time's your flight, Davy? Half seven tomorrow night. Yeah, I I'm actually, then I'll probably see it. Aldergrove? Uh, I'll probably see you there then. That's <laughs> right. At the same time. <laughs> it says we'll be seeing you as well, man. You want to drag it? See you in the pickup zone. We, I'll uh, stay on, we... no problem at all. I'll stick my meter on, boys. Catherine's not cheap these days. I tell you where to stick your meter. <laughs> <laughs> we I'll tell you where I'll be sitting there for half seven tomorrow night. Very rarely do we get the chance to sit all together, boys, and I'm looking forward to the four of us being in the in the same place at the same time. It's usually because something big's happening, be it a playoff finals weekend over in Nottingham or whatever else. So safe travels to, to Davy and Patty and to says the chauffeur. <laughs> and I look forward to seeing you though. Looking forward to ourselves. Like I said, 7 p.m. the Challenge Cup final against the Cardiff Devils. Before that, a view from the bridge live in the brand new bar, subject to license. And you'll be able, hopefully we'll get a few people up on stage to have a bit of a chat. And uh, and then there's two games this weekend, but you don't need to worry about them until after Wednesday is done. Um, big thanks to Adam Keefe and to Todd Kelman for joining us on this week's show. I'm trying to beat your record from last week, Davey. It's 58 it. at the minute. And uh, uh, thanks to you boys for uh, for joining us. I'm looking forward to seeing you on Wednesday. Yeah, um, you get us on at AVFTB on Twitter, Facebook, uh, on YouTube, and all your normal podcast platforms. Your Belfast Giants are in a final. Let's get to it. Wherever you are this week, 
We hope you enjoy your hockey. We'll catch you next time on a view from the bridge. Sports Social Podcast Network.